You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there we're back full strength full dick king josh josh king big room fantasy fish what the fuck is going on guys how's it going so thanksgiving happened lucky to be alive this year not very good football not very good football that that, that evening we had football though uh, ate a lot of food. The nice thing about uh, not having family and friends to celebrate the holiday with was I got to stay in sweatpants the entire day. You don't do that normally, so, uh, even with family? I, I try to do that. I mean, if I have the option to, I would try to do that. But sometimes it's not available to you. Um, but nevertheless, thankful to have you guys. Th- thankful for another week of fantasy football. Unfortunately, the fantasy mm-hmm. gods have reaped us again. They're vengeful. They've forsaken vengeful. us. You know, it's uh, just how are you doing, Rome? You got Cook, you got McCaffrey well, in leagues. Andrew, 49ers fan. 49ers won, so I am happy. Debo, it's okay. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Here's the thing. I have been forsaken by the fantasy gods. They they frown upon me almost as much as they do you personally, Josh. It's true. With all the injuries that you have to deal with year in and year out. Since the this, since our since our first year <laughs> yeah, of since the dawning of our fantasy careers, it has been the bane of your existence. But for me, it's new. So I'm actually I'm probably going to call you up and just have you walk me through how to deal with these things because like at this point I mean I just hope that I drafted okay that I can replace a guy like Dalvin Cook McCaffrey in, in our other league it's like it's tough dude it's tough we were talking about it um, in our group chat but you know F- Fish was saying oh you know McCaffrey in the third round next year <laughs> I, I still th- he's still the first round pick I just don't know you know, obviously the 101 is is probably Taylor. 102, what, maybe Derrick Henry? But, I mean, McCaffrey, you know, in my opinion, he's still a top six. I mean, I get what Fish was saying, but it... Yeah, I was being facetious, yeah, I know, I right? But but that's it's just like, man, it's rough. Yeah, who would you guys rather have next year? Kamara or McCaffrey? And redraft league? Mm-hmm. I'd probably still rather take McCaffrey. Yeah, I, it's probably still I McCaffrey. The question becomes, too, though, is who's the quarterback on both those teams next year? Because I don't feel like Kamara has value like he would with anybody. Jameis Winston did okay with him, but it's not going to be like what he was. And McCaffrey's... Seems to be running the ball better. I don't know if you guys watch the Saints, but when Kamara runs the ball, he's he has been. I mean, he gets five yards still, still but he hasn't like broken any 
very many big plays off. And yeah, that, that's kind of it's. I think it's because they can just zone in on him on the defenses. There's no other weapons that the Saints have mm-hmm. where the Panthers can use other players to to move the ball, and it frees up McCaffrey a little bit. Yeah, definitely. It's just, uh, yeah, it's it's just sad though that to see all these. Actually, I saw a thing today. It was the the consensus top four running backs are all hurt. So the 101 was McCaffrey, IR done for the year. Dalvin Cook, the 102, possibly headed the IR with. I mean, I guess this also kind of like teases the news and noise section, but Dalvin Cook could be headed to the IR with a torn labrum in one shoulder and a dislocated shoulder of the other arm. Alvin Kamara was the 103. He's missed three straight games with a knee injury. And the 104 is Derrick Henry. He's on IR. It's just... I I think that if you draft for this year, you kind of... Your best one was Kamara just because you lost Henry for the playoffs. You lost CMC for the playoffs. Dalvin Cook, potentially, they say maybe two weeks. So hopefully you have him if you make it past the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, it's tough, dude. That guy doesn't uh, – he doesn't exude toughness. Like that – he's got a track record of kind of being a puss. <laughs> yeah. And that's one thing that Kamara and Henry both did. They played through some injuries. Obviously, you can't play through all of them. But you you saw that previously with them. So it's it's kind of like, is this a track record? I'm also what, – what are your thoughts on Derrick Henry next year – since we know that this is like a Liz Frank, you know, are you concerned? I don't like it. I'm I'm very concerned. It's a Liz Frank, and he's a heavy back. Like that's not. It doesn't. It's not a good mix. It's not a good mix. It basically ended Le'Veon Bell's career. Hmm. So, and he's uh, he's shockingly smaller. Yeah. I have a follow-up, too, about Christian McCaffrey. Do you think that this stems, that this is going to be continual and it stems from him being overused early in his career and it's going to be pretty much going forward what we're going to see? I think so. 20-plus touches a game for every game of your entire career. And he's not a – like, the the last, like, running back I really think of that was kind of a uh, 20-plus touch-a-game guy – but held up better was Ladanian Tomlinson, you know he. But but Tomlinson, I think they might be about the same height. But Tomlinson was thick. He was a thick boy. Yeah, Thomas Tomlinson was bigger. I don't know if he's taller, but he was bigger. They're I think they're both in that five eight to five ten range. But for some reason, LT he just he was like two thirty two forty, but just like a like thick. Now, granted, McCaffrey he's like you know two ten two fifty maybe two twenty of just muscle, but. LT had some girth to him, and he was his body was able to hold up better with that type of workload. McCaffrey, see, that was my concern when he made the transition from college to pros. Is, you know, I mean, he was a monster and loved him. He should have won the Eisman. But, uh, but, but my thing was just, uh, I don't know. It, it was still just my, my concern with McCaffrey was just he looked small coming into the pros, and even now, like I mean, he's an absolute stud. Uh, but I, right. I I just I just worry about his longevity, especially because this is a fourth year, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he was a he was a hundred percent snap kind of guy, and now he's not. 
and and I don't think he ever will be ever again. Right, and when you say twenty touches, it's like he's running the ball twenty times. You got to think too, like he's really getting like sometimes thirty plus touches a game with the targets in the passing game. Yeah. It could be rough sledding for him moving forward. But he'll always be good. Well, not always, but he'll be good when he's healthy. You know? There was, you know, his Madden elusive rating should be 100. <laughs> you know you know what else is the big difference, though, is, is LT. I mean, there was so – that offensive line that he played behind was so fucking good. It was. He, he had plays. It's like, yeah, he got touches. But sometimes he never got fucking touched. He just ran and scored a touchdown. Like he that's how good that guy was, where he had games where he may touch the ball twenty straight times and then and then not get to, maybe get touched out of those twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Yeah, so you know, hopefully McCaffrey gets healthy. I think, you know, it sucks in terms of fantasy and real life football because he's so much fun. But, you know, now it takes it takes away the guessing, you know, he's out. So, like, you know, just get healthy, man. Like, we 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 hope to see you back next year. He should have switched to number five. He should have. Whenever, everyone, you know, I, I will say I don't mind the number. Actually, I like that people can have whatever number they want. I'm still not a fan of single digit. Uh, defensive line or linebackers. That just looks silly to me. I'm most disappointed that nobody is number zero. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But there was like a defensive lineman who plays for the Seahawks tonight uh, when I was watching. He's number eight, and that really bummed me out. It bothered me, and it shouldn't, but it did. Yeah, I don't like D-line with single digits. I'm okay with linebackers. But the single digit D line is almost as bad as the as like a wide receiver or a quarterback that wears twenties. I hate that. Yeah. The only the only wide receiver that could wear twenties was Calvin Johnson was twenty one in college, but he could do whatever he wanted. True. Still didn't like it though. <laughs> you know remember when wide receivers wore numbers in the eighties? I prefer it. There's like none anymore. Like T. Higgins and C. D. Lamb are like the only two I can think of. Yeah, I like uh, I like wide receivers in the eighties. I like tight ends in in eighties and forties. Yeah, dude, Dallas Clark was forty four. That was the shit. Yeah, that was the shit. That was the shit. Mike Allstott with a neck roll. Hell yeah! Bring back Smash Mouth football, please. Yeah. All right, I guess uh, enough sadness. Actually, speak. It's going to continue being said. There's a lot of sad news today in fantasy, so just bear with us, listeners. Dallas Cowboys are considering providing Ezekiel Elliott time off to heal the injured knee. Uh, it could be holding him out of the Thursday night game against the Saints. They're saying that IR is not believed to be an option right now, but that's definitely something to monitor. That sucks. I like Zeke, but he doesn't look right. There's something to, like when you watch him play, it just doesn't look right. Aaron Rodgers says he will decide whether or not to have surgery on his fractured toe, but he shouldn't miss any time. Uh, As we already discussed, Dalvin Cook uh, already has a torn labrum in one shoulder, dislocated the other one. So just keep an eye on that. They're saying he could miss at least two weeks, but a stint on the IR 
is definitely a possibility. Matt Rule says Sam Darnold to started throwing the ball again, which I think this wouldn't be a news thing if Cam Newton didn't play like a piece of shit. <laughs> Matt Rule says that he does expect Cam Newton to start against the Falcons, but P.J. Walker could be in the mix. Jack. Jaguars Dan Arnold suffered grade two MCL sprain in the knee. He's going to be missing four to six weeks. Not that anyone was that excited to play Dan Arnold, but since tight end is gross, it was just, you know, something to note. Uh, oh, Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy is out for Thursday night game with COVID herpes. Apparently there are eight up to eight more positives in Dallas. So I guess we'll have to keep an eye on uh, who who else is in on that? Cliff Kingsbury, Arizona, says he remains hopeful that Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins will play Sunday, but won't fully say that they will until he sees them moving around in practice. What a fucking Arizona, man. Flying so, flew, flew too close to the sun, I think. But Dan Campbell, coach of the Detroit Lions, says it's hard to see if uh, DeAndre Swift will play on Sunday with a... Uh, I think he hurt his shoulder too, something. But he's he's pretty banged up, so he's probably not going to play against Minnesota on Sunday. Oh, here you go, Fish. Here's one for you. Saints appear to be poised to make the quarterback change. Taysom Hill is taking the first team reps of practice this week. Trevor Seaman is taking the number two reps. So I think they've had enough of that. <laughs> enough out of you, Seaman. Yeah, me too. My biggest hope is that more people test positive on the Cowboys and they have to forfeit. <laughs> hey, win's a win. A win is a fucking win, baby. Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, uh, who had knee injuries missed last week, were present for today's practice. So I guess that's good news. Definitely keep an eye on that. I mean, you hope to get Kamara back, but if you can at least get Mark Ingram back, that'd be great because New Orleans didn't look very good this weekend with having no running backs. That, that really fucked it up. Uh, Nick Sirianni, coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Says that Jalen Hurts hurt his ankle, but he will definitely play on Sunday. Which I don't. I guess that's good. God, he looked like shit too on Sunday. That was a bad game. He also says that Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders are heading in the right direction with their injuries, thus muddying up that fucked up running backfield and fucking up my home league because I have every goddamn Eagles running back except for Miles Sanders. Doesn't matter. You keep winning for no goddamn reason. So that's true. It's very weird. I'm seven and five, and I have the lowest point total in the league by like far. I'm like a hundred points lower than like everybody. And Rome's upset about you it because he can't make because <laughs> Rome Rome just can't get past the eight seed because I keep winning these shit games. They're for real, bro. <laughs> I'm here in second place, and I have to work for it. <laughs> you know how painful it is to watch your team win with a score of eighty nine points. Just it's disgusting. I got three points or whatever from fucking Nick Chubb. Fuck you. Solid game. Yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of the Browns, head coach Kevin Stefanski said coaching uh, the staff was intentional with how Cream uh, Hunt was only used in 23 snaps coming off the five-game absence because of the right calf injury. Uh, during the game, Hunt's calf did get tight, so he wasn't in the game for the final possession, but he will be more involved moving forward. Darren Waller, tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders is going to be week to week, which is fucking bummer. He actually looked good. He looked good until he got hurt. I mean, he was finally like, 
I don't know what's dude. The Raiders are a fucking mess. Like they they are they're just a really fucked up franchise. It's got to be tough to be a fan of theirs. Uh, 49ers, they consider Debo Samuel's groin injury short term, but they're going to keep testing it, figuring out what's going on. Definitely keep an eye on that. Sean McVay said Daryl Henderson may be limited this week because the quad injury did get re-aggravated on Sunday. And OBJ suffered a hip pointer, but he doesn't believe OBJ to be limited moving forward. OBJ had a hip pointer? Yeah. Hmm. That's actually all I have. Actually, speaking of OBJ, this one I actually found funny. Uh, they OBJ hit up Devontae Adams for the game saying that he wanted to trade jerseys with him. And Devontae Adams said, no, fuck you. Go get Cooper Cup jersey because that's who you really want to be with. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, OBJ. Especially because apparently it came down to Green Bay and the Rams as his final choices. And then uh, well, that's all I got for you. You know what, though? I get, like... I hope he was joking around because the reality is, is they fucking that organization, they lowballed him, right? They wanted to give him the fucking veterans minimum or whatever it was. And OBJ was like, ah, yeah, fuck you guys. I'll go to, I'll go to, I'll go to LA where it's a super or it's an all-star team and hope to win, which I don't know. Maybe they won't. Oh, that actually, I have an interesting stat right here. So the Patriots have won six in a row, uh-huh. and they have outscored their opponents by 148 points in the six-game win streak. Wow. So I, I it, it sounds silly, but um, there's there's now uh, rumblings that Bill Belichick could win Coach of the Year this year. <laughs> good. I yeah, good love me some Bill. Yeah, I mean he he hasn't been recognized enough for his accolades, so. It's nice to see that uh, that he's getting uh, some recognition. <laughs> but that's all I got for news. I don't know. Same. Do, do you, there was a there, like I said, it was, it was a lot of just sad news. Nothing fun. Well, since I'll wrap it up for the news, let's try to brighten the mood a little bit. Everybody likes a little bit of pink. Fortunately, there's a lot of stink, but there's definitely. Some good pinks. So, Rome, why don't you get us started off with some pinks and get people back in the mood? All right. Let's get a pink going. I'm going to go with a guy who he's been on my pinks. Maybe I should switch it up, but I don't think I'm ever going to. It's one of my favorite players in the league, and he's just so fucking good all the time. Adam Thielen. This guy is fucking like he all he does is get in the end zone. He just lives there, builds a little hut. Over in the side of the over in the corner, just throw him, throw me the ball over there. Five catches on seven targets, sixty-two yards and two touchdowns. I mean, the connection he's got with Kirk Cousins, and the fact that nobody can double him because fucking Jefferson is so good on the other side. How like how can you double this guy? You you can't. He's always going to be open. They're going to look for him in the red zone. The guy is a, he can be a pink almost every week. And for the record, I'm pretty sure I said when we were doing the game breakdown last week, I was like, I think this is going to be a big Adam Thielen game. And it was. So I was at least right about one thing. So that was, was kind of nice. F- Fish, keep it rolling. Yeah, my first pink here is 
Cordero Patterson. You know, he missed that week on injury, came right back into it, 16 rushes, 108 yards, and two touchdowns. And then tacked on two receptions for 27 yards. This this guy's all Atlanta's got, and when he's in there, he gets so much work. I can't see him scoring less than 10 points for the rest of the season going forward. Yeah, You know what? There's a chance that Cordero Patterson, he's obviously waiver wire pickup of the year. But I mean, goddamn, like, and it's funny because next year he's going to be drafted in like the ninth round still. I mean, there's a good chance he's shit next year. Who knows? Atlanta's a fucking mess. Is he on Atlanta next year? I'm not sure. I think he's a one year guy in Atlanta, but they should shine. They should sign him back because he's been a fucking you know monster. Gonna they're going to sign him to like they're going to sign him to like a four year, forty million dollar contract. He's going to suck, and then he's just going to shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, my my first pink of the week. How do you not talk about this guy, Leonard? Emphasis on the four four net. I mean, so just good. What a fucking game. <laughs> Like running backs out here getting four touchdown plus games like it's nothing. Last week with Eckler and and Taylor, Taylor, and then this week fucking Fournette, seventeen carries, hundred yards, three rushing touchdowns, seven catches, thirty one yards, and a reception touchdown. Just absolutely dominant. You know, fucking, even Jonathan Taylor had a good game, sixteen carries, eighty three yards, and a touchdown in the same game. You know, and and we talked about it how we were all looking forward to this game. You know, like the number one run defense against the number one running back and Taylor still. But man, Fournette, and you know, what's crazy to me is he was drafted in like the sixth or six plus rounds, something like that in, in leagues. And he's he's running back five on the year. In our home league, a guy that was desperate for a wide receiver traded away Leonard Fournette for Allen Robinson. So let that s- marinate out there for you guys. That could be one of the best fantasy trades of all time. But, I mean, he's he's getting it done. It's still clearly his backfield over Rojo. I think Bruce Arians is over that guy. You know, Ronald Jones will probably be on the Ravens next year or 49ers or some other team that has a million Houston Texans. <laughs> Who fucking knows? But he's going to be on some team that has way too many running backs next year. But as for now, Fournette's the guy. And, you know, have a day, man. Four touchdowns. Hell yeah. Rome, what else you got for us? Well, let's keep this pleasure train rolling here. And I'm going to go ahead and touch on on Mr. Odell Beckham. This is finally the game I think people were sort of hoping for week one when he was there. Uh, Five receptions on ten targets. I mean, they're obviously... Pepper and this guy the ball. They want to make him happy is what it looks like to me. Sounds great, but 5 of 10 for 81 yards, and he got that touchdown pass. And it was nice. It looked good. He looked good down in the three in the end zone. So he made, went ahead and made my pink list. Love that. Looks like, you know, kind of like back to the old form of what he is where he can get behind a defender. And, you know, it, it's nice to see. I... I mean, I'm not a big Odell fan. I, he's annoying, but, I mean, it's just nice to see him remind you guys that, hey, I'm actually still very good wide receiver. Yeah. So I like that pick. Fish, take us there. All right, I'll take you there. And this guy was a late round, for late first round pick, but he's quietly the RB3 overall. Nobody's talking about him. I don't know why with those types of numbers. Joe Mixon, 
Uh, 28 carries for 165 yards, two touchdowns. He did have four receptions for negative four yards somehow. But just the fact that he, you know, 165 yards and two touchdowns makes him a pink on the week. And the fact that nobody's talking about this guy and he's sitting at the number the number three running back in standard and number three in PPR, it just kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame that uh... – People kind of like shit on him because he just couldn't stay healthy and all that other stuff. But yeah, I mean, he he's just been an absolute stud. Uh, my next pink of the week, Elijah Mitchell. Man, and that that interesting game where Kirk Cousins lined up under the guard, not the center. Just a strange game, but 27 carries, 133 yards and a touchdown, 5 for 35 on the air. I mean, it's just, I guess that finger is not really bothering him anymore. Just went out there and absolutely fucking stud. And you know what, fuck it. I'm going to give you a bonus pink because the game just ended right now. My boy Antonio Gibson, 29 carries, 111 yards, seven catches, 35 yards. And then, you know, you could even say that J.D. McKissick was with seven for 30 and a touchdown, five catches, 26 yards and a touchdown. However, McKissick did get carted off the field. So, I mean, I could only see Gibson's, uh, you know, rest of season just expanding and <laughs> – now I'm now I'm upset that I traded him away in our home league because I mean his, you know, upcoming game schedule: Dallas, Philadelphia, Dallas, Philadelphia, in the fantasy playoffs. I'm like, well, fuck, but yeah, what can you do? It, that that's fantasy. But and then you know, uh, and then a bonus bonus pink because I had all running backs, not the sexiest name, and and he didn't have like a massive game. But I'm just gonna say Hunter Renfro, Fish. I know you loved this guy, but eight catches, 134 yards. I mean, he he's 75% rostered in Yahoo, so he's 25% out there. Pick this man up. For real. He is the wide receiver 21 on the year, and it especially now that Darren Waller's out, pick this yeah, man up. I don't know up. what people have been waiting for. He's 25% available, but he's 100% my boyfriend. So <laughs> yeah, careful what you wish for, uh, people. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, do you guys have any bonus nah. ones? No. That's Josh fine. Allen Let's had move. four touchdowns. Let's that was cool on. to see. That's about it. That, yeah. Well, I mean, unfortunately, it was against your Saints, but I know that. But you have. <clears> hey, Josh if the Allen Saints are going to get their league, ass so whooped, at least I have the quarterback on the fantasy team opposing them. Oh, you know what? I'm going to bring up this guy, too. Jalen Waddle, nine for 137 and a touchdown. This guy's just been absolutely phenomenal and. It, it, you know, it's funny because he started off the year so slow, especially because Tua Tagovailoa and all the quarterback stuff. But goddamn, man, he's just super involved the last few weeks. And I like seeing that. So that, that's fun, too. So there you go. So unfortunately, we got to kill this boner a little bit because we're getting here, get a little too excited over here. We got to calm the people down. So uh, stinks of the week. Rome. All right, let me hit you with this boner killer. Because as of right now, and it pains me to do this, because I fucking love this guy, and he's normally pretty consistent. Lamar Jackson, in a in a game that he kind of, in my opinion, I don't think Cleveland's defense is all that difficult to uh, score points on. So for Lamar to, I don't know, just to do what he did, he got like 11 points, man. He was 20 of 32 for only 165 yards, one touchdown, and he fucking threw four picks. The crazy thing is, is they won the goddamn game still. 
I think he, that was a record. I think I saw that today. He's one of the first quarterbacks in the whatever era, the modern era, to score four or to throw four touchdowns and still win the game. Goes to show you how bad Cleveland is. What keep, what keeps this man somewhat relevant on a week-to-week basis is his ability to run the ball. I mean, for a quarterback, he ran the ball 17 times for 68 yards. Now, you know, no matter what, that's 6.8 points at the very least that you're getting from your quarterback rushing alone. If he can get in the end zone with that, that's what makes him so consistent. So when he can't get in the end zone and the man's throwing four interceptions, I mean, that's if that's not a boner killer, then I don't know what is. Yeah, you know, you, you hope he can figure that shit out. I mean, it's things like this that's why, you know, when you guys said I was insane for, you know, ranking Lamar outside of like the top 10 preseason, this is the kind of shit I'm talking about. It's these boneheaded mistakes and, you know, I'm four interceptions and you still won. Like, you're lucky yeah. you won. You know, it's just figure For it real. the fuck out, especially with the playoffs coming right around the corner. Fish, who's your boner killer this week? All right, this guy's a boner killer. Bad, as Rome loves to say, he's fucking Eat. garbage truck juice. <laughs> Cam Newton will stay at the quarterback area here. Cam Newton, five completions on 21 <laughs> attempts. That's 25% completion so rate. Mm. Two interceptions and three rushes for five yards. The big thing with him is people picked this guy up. You know, they, they saw his few snaps that he had the first week he was back with Carolina. And they're like, oh, shit, he played like 10 snaps and he had two touchdowns. Like, there's no way it can't be bad. It can be bad. Nope. Wrong. This guy was fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, he got benched. Now they're like praying that Sam Darnold's healthy. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, that was a that was very disappointing. Uh my stink of the week. I was gonna say it was gonna be the Chargers, but as I look at their stat line, they actually did pretty good for the most part. But I mean, I'm actually gonna go with the it ties into the entire offense, but Nick Chubb. Eight carries, 16 yards, two catches, 23 yards. I mean, just an absolutely disappointing game. But, I mean, my bigger concern, though, is just is Baker Mayfield. You know, 247 yards and a touchdown. He fumbled. It's just he doesn't look good. The whole offense looks bad. You know, then Kareem Hunt's coming back. I I just I'm, – I'm just hopeful. I'm thankful that they have the bye week next week. So it's like, okay – especially with that whole dog shit performance they just had against Baltimore. So it's like, okay, take the week off, get your head on right, and let's figure this out. Especially they're going to be back at home. I just hope it kind of comes back around for Nick Chubb, especially because I sold the farm for him in our home league. So I just I need him to figure it the fuck out. And then like another player I actually wanted to bring up, uh, Philadelphia, the, the offense as a whole, Jalen Hurts, what the fuck? Against the, you lost the Giants. And they're a bad team. They're a bad, bad football team. And you guys have a – your defense held it – okay, in the modern-day NFL, you held an offense to 13 points and you still couldn't win? You couldn't put up 14 points? Like, the fuck's wrong with you? And then, you know, Jalen Hurts, you know, 14 of 31, so less than 50%, 129 yards, three interceptions, eight carries for 77 yards. So you're still running around like a fucking idiot. <laughs> but, like, you know, so you throw to Jalen Rager – 
with the game on the line. And this guy is going to be the worst, one of the worst first round selections of all time, especially because Justin Jefferson went one pick after him. But, you know, Devonta Smith, who's been a legit stud, two out of four for 22 yards. Like, God damn, man. Like, and, and, and the Giants defense isn't good. And like I said, the, and, and your defense held them to 13 points. Put up points. You guys, you know, you're, you're, you're right around the corner from the, you know, you got you got the Jets next week, and if you're shit, it's just okay, fine. Then you got the bye week. Clean up, get your act right. I need big shit from you. Yep, I got another one that puts it right in the poop shoot for you here. Jamar Chase. You were talking about those first round wide receivers, so I've made me think of him. He caught all his targets, but there's only three of them and 39 yards. I mean, they played Pittsburgh, and they beat the shit out of him, and this guy had no work. So I don't think it's nothing to be concerned about, but it just sucks when, you know, he's going to be your number one, number two wide receiver in your team, and he gets, you know, depending upon your format, between four and seven points. Yeah, who is that? I'm sorry. Jamar Chase. Jamar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got an extra one, too. It happened just tonight, man. Well, I don't know what the fuck. We kind of talked about it pre-show. The fuck is going on with DK Metcalf? This motherfucking guy did absolutely nothing tonight. Absolutely nothing. One catch for 13 yards on four targets. Ever since their bye week, and I talked about it with you guys earlier, ever since their bye week, this guy's got 10 total points in three games. Oh, God. I don't know it was that bad. What the shit is happening? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, Good Lord bad. have it mercy. on format, right? But even in PPR, he has uh, about 14 points in three weeks. So it's Ugh. pretty bad. That That's horrible. I, I think it's just the, the offense peer in total. You know, Russell Wilson threw another one-yard interception to lose the game tonight. Good for him. Yeah. And and then uh, it's just it's it's bad. It's just bad in Seattle. Like They've lost. This is the first time in Russell, Russell Wilson's career that he's lost four weeks in a row. I mean, it's just I don't know. You can't establish the run. You have DK Metcalf, who's one of the most talented wide receivers in all of football. Tyler Lockett's probably one of the best like little slot guys in the NFL. Gerald Everett, one of the most athletic tight ends in the NFL. And you can't figure like, God damn, like what's going on? Their their own lines garbage truck juice. Not to mention their defense. They're no longer the Legion of Boom, that's for damn sure. They're the they're the Legion of get the fucking get fucking scored on nowadays. I don't know, man. They suck. I think this uh Seahawks defense is like historically bad. Mm-hmm. But like I, I think they're on like record pace to break some bad defensive shit. <laughs> yeah, you still get and you go out and you spend a first round pick to bring in uh what's his name? Adams. Jamal Adams. And he ain't done shit. He's he's I will say he is the smallest defensive end in all of football. <laughs> and it's weird that he doesn't play on the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No but, shit, man. Just oh god, just depressing. I'm but all right I, with it. Niner fan. All day. Well, uh, you know, that nah, let's just move on. This is heartbreaking. He, so bye weeks this week. You got Carolina, Cleveland Browns, 
Green Bay Packers and the Tennessee Titans. So, you know, you're going to be missing out on your DJ Moore, uh, Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Jones, Dylan. And right now, you can't play anybody on Tennessee right now. Um, Hilliard looks good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had 100 yards, and I think he had, uh, I don't know exactly what the week before, but he had good amount of yards and a touchdown. That's two good games in a row for him. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll tell you what, since that's the only name I brought up pre-show for waivers because just busy at work. Dontrell Hilliard, he's available in, where is it, 71% of Yahoo leagues. Just this last week, uh, 17 carries, 131 yards and a touchdown. Yes, they're going into the bye, but he seems to be the only healthy running back on the roster right now, and he looked good. Um, you know, when they come off the bye after the following week, they got Jacksonville. Pittsburgh hasn't been that great. San Francisco, you know, Rome, you and I both know their defense hasn't been that good. Balling. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so, so got some pretty good games coming up. So Dontrell Hilliard, definitely go and pick this man up. If you know seventy one percent availability, so he's definitely available. Although if you're in our home league, it's all a bunch of sharks, you sons of bitches. He's available, and I dropped him because I dropped him. So I, could I have pick no up. more fab. Yeah, one dollar right I here. One dollar sh- should have kept him. Should have kept him. I got but... five, four or five dollars. I'm going back for him. I'll let you guys talk about the rest of them because I, uh, yeah, you guys did the work. All right, all right, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start with the obvious. The obvious is there's two. They both play running back. Chuba Hubbard. You got your boy, uh, Mr. McCaffrey, just went on IR for the second time this year. Good on him. Chuba Hubbard is waiting in the wings. He's 60% available. I would say people will probably, since he's going to be the guy to finish this year out, they should chuck some, some fab dollar bills on this man. Because I think he ran pretty good when he was the feature guy. Now, they do have other fish. They do have bigger fish to fry, it seems, considering Cam Newton uh, licks penises. And I'm not sure about any of their receivers or what the hell has even happened to, like, DJ Moore or any of these mugs. But Chuba Hubbard, I I like it. I'm willing to put some fab on it. If I had fab, I'd put money on him. The second one and the one that... I mean, he should be, he should be available in more leagues here. But Alexander Madison, uh, depending on what's going on in Minnesota here with Delvin Cook, Madison, it makes sense because he will step right in and be the man. He's gonna step right in and be the man, dude. He scored last week. Like he's gonna just step in. That offense is not gonna miss a beat, and Madison's gonna be your boy. Fish, what do you got? Yeah, I'll take the next two we have here on the list. Uh, the first one, 100% available. Uh, it's going to be just a, a filler for, for the meantime while Debo is down and Juwan Jennings. You know, he hasn't seen a lot of work all season. He's had two decent games where he had a touchdown both games. He, he almost had two touchdowns this last week, but just was out of bounds on one of them. Um, I'm expecting his target share to go up, and that's Juwan Jennings. Um you know, he's he's a young guy, a lot of upside. He's playing Seattle, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee, Houston the next few weeks. So 
the schedule there is just great. And as long as we he gets that to take place for Debo here, well, Debo's out. I think that, you know, the way the 49ers are on offense right now, it'd be a great pickup. And then the last one I have here, Foster Moreau. You know, it's also just a pickup while well, Waller's out. But last time when Waller was out, you know, he caught six of six targets for 60 yards and a touchdown. And the, you know, it's only his second touchdown on the year. But just a couple of weeks ago, he had a touchdown. So he can get it done in the end zone with Waller out he, against Washington next week. Just a weekly uh, streamer here to to fill in for Waller for you. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and then, you know, we were talking about a pre-show. This is also why you should sometimes roster these handcuffs to, to running backs, um, especially, like, ones that, like, like you know their job is what it's going to be. So, like, Alexander Madison, uh, Chubba Hubbard, and uh, things like that. And then I was even saying, like, you know, Jeff Wilson should be rostered. Granted, he didn't do jack shit this last week. But, I mean, when Mitchell was down last week, Wilson was clearly the running back. So, I mean, now's the time, especially with fantasy playoffs just a couple weeks away, now's the time that you really want to make sure that you pick these types of players up. Like, who is the backup running back? Like, who is the guy? Because, like, I mean, I made the joke about, you know, with um, Miles Sanders, it's – you know, like, who the fuck is it? You thought it was Kenneth Gainwell, but then you thought it was Boston Scott. Then it was Jordan Howard. Now Jordan Howard's hurts. It's Boston Scott. So, I mean, but it's, it's, this is why you want these players. Like me personally, I don't particularly like rostering my own handcuff. Now, if I had a Dalvin Cook or a Christian McCaffrey, I would definitely be trying to get Alexander Madison or Chuba Hubbard just because of situations like this. Um, I like rostering someone else's handcuff because then I could trade it to that guy, or I have a you know fill in RB two with upside uh, that didn't cost me much. But it's just yeah, but pick these guys up like if you know like Ronald even Ronald Jones to to Leonard Fournette in Tampa Bay, he's he, even he had a rushing touchdown this last week against Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So I mean these are players you really want to look at. And then another suggestion I have with fantasy players around the the, the corner too. Roster a second defense. I don't really like rostering a second defense at all, but with the playoffs, you could, you want to play those matchups. I mean, unless you have one of those true shutdown defenses, if you have your who is a shutdown defense this year? Is there the anybody? Bills. There you go. If you have Buffalo, New England, or yeah, New England, yeah, Buffalo or New England, those are probably the only two I wouldn't really. Tampa Bay's not bad. To. Tampa Bay's not bad. Miami's been hot recently. Yeah, but you know, pick pick up some of these guys just so this way you can play in the matchup, or if you need to, you can drop one to pick up one, whatever have you. But but definitely look look for those handcuffs. Yeah, it's because they can get it can turn sideways very fast, and then you're you're caught with your pants down because you didn't want to roster right. Chuba Hubbard or Madison, and now look at it's you. It's getting towards the end of the season where guys start getting beat up more, missing time, so. It's definitely something to consider. Yeah. While we're while we got everybody here uh, for quarterback streamers, I just looked up a couple quarterback streamers. There's not a lot of great options out there, but I did find one. If you if you are subject to the catastrophe of the Cam Newton experiment, and you have him on your roster here next week, or or Aaron Rodgers, 
I've really only got one for you, but um, Tua Tagovailoa has been looking sharp. He didn't look this great against Carolina. I mean, he he's 31 for 27, only 230 yards and one touchdown. But he's playing against the Giants this next week. I think that's a pretty favorable matchup for him. And, you know, I think he's your best option. I guess maybe Kirk Cousins, if he's available in your league, would be another one to look for. Yeah, maybe even Derek Carr. I, I was thinking Derek Carr, but Washington's defense has been looking sharp just recently. Yeah. Um, here's one for you, though. Um, well, never mind. I lied. I was going to say Mac Jones, <laughs> but he's playing Buffalo. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that route. Yeah. Um, Taysom that... Hill's playing if you want to risk it for the biscuit. I mean, you, I don't know, maybe Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. He looked, you know, not not the greatest game against, against the Chargers, but he did have a passing and a rushing touchdown. They're taking on Kansas. Actually, they're in Kansas City, and no one plays in Kansas City very well. Right. And, yeah, I mean, quarterback is kind of thin for streaming this year. I mean, even, like, the only other option I saw that was, like, somewhat intriguing but isn't that much because the injuries is uh, Jimmy G. But, you know, they're playing Gross. in Seattle, but without Debo, <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah. Hey. But just some options if you're if you're if you're in that situation. Yeah. Look look for those handcuffs. I don't know. It's sad. It's a sad day. Hopefully things get better. They will. I believe. You know they will. Don't give up. Yeah. We even have a guy that was in our league. He was zero eleven. He just happened to win a game, and he's happy about it. And he's not even going to make the playoffs, but he's happy about it. He was super excited. He texted us. He did. He texted us during the during our show. He said, "Hey guys, I won." It's like, "Hey, there you go, buddy. Good job." So, <laughs> <laughs> so hang in there, guys. You know, we're all in this together. We're going to guide that penis through the life that is fantasy football because that's what we love to do. We love you guys. So, thank you for joining us. Get us on the socials: Filthy F Ball Show on Twitter, Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Email us: Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. I love you. Show us your dicks. King Josh, Josh King. Big Rome. Fantasy Fish. Have a good one, y'all.